Welcome to Balance Your Life, a podcast designed to motivate you to begin and maintain your health and wellness journey. My name is Megan Farrell. I'm the creator of the Balance by Megan brand, host of this podcast, yoga enthusiast and teacher, motivational and lifestyle speaker, and blogger. I love inspiring and empowering others to live a more positive, successful, healthier, and happier lifestyle. If this sounds like you, you're in the right place. Let's do this. Welcome everyone to the Balance Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Megan Farrell. I am the creator of the Balance by Megan brand, which is a blog, a YouTube channel, and a podcast. Before we dive into this week's episode, a quick reminder about the Costa Rica yoga retreat I am co-hosting with Amanda Kingsmith from Mastering the Business of Yoga. This is a retreat to grow and expand your yoga business. So we have workshops focused on goal setting, how you envision your business to look like in the future, social media, and how to lead your own retreat. We have so much more planned for you guys. This is going to be a retreat in which you can get really creative with your ideas, your business, and we also want you to be part of a community and collaborate with one another. So this is a really unique yoga retreat. I'm so excited about it. It will be held at the Bodhi Tree Yoga Resort in Nazara, Costa Rica, and that is this November 2nd through November 9th. If you want more information, I will link all of that in the show notes. Otherwise, you can reach out to me or Amanda. And with that, let's dive right into this week's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Before we dive into this very special guest of the podcast this week, I just wanted to take a moment and apologize for my MIA missing in action experience the last few weeks. I've had a few people reach out to me over Instagram and say, hey, your podcast was supposed to come out on Monday. Where have you been? And if you've been following me on social media or if you've listened, I think the last podcast even, I was really, really sick. So I was sick for about 10 days, which... I I had plans to get a bunch of things done in that 10 days because we were going to Hawaii for two weeks. One thing led to another. I was super sick. I couldn't record anything. I could barely speak. And then we were in Hawaii, which I had made a vow to not work my butt off while we were there. I wanted to actually enjoy myself. I needed a reset, especially after being that sick. I think that was just my mind and my body's way of telling me to take a breather, take a break. I haven't done so in about a year's time. And I got sick. Then we went away on vacation. And I had very good intentions of at least recording one episode while we were there. We were staying in a place that had construction and I chose quality over quantity. So again, my apologies, you guys, but I am back. We are staying consistent with these podcasts and they are coming out every Monday. With that being said, I am so, so, so excited to introduce to you my very special guest this week on the podcast. He is a fellow yogi, he's a CBD educator and distributor, and most importantly, he is my husband, Brad. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to the show, babe. I'm so excited to have you on. I'm super happy to be here. Very happy. I've... um been kind of listening to some of your uh, previous <laughs> interviews and uh, was kind of thinking, I wonder what I'm going to go. Uh... <laughs> Brad's like, I want to be on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. No, but in all honesty, Brad does a lot of yoga, well, a lot of yoga in general with me, but we go to a lot of events together. And I think there's a lot of people that can relate to me and my story on one end, but then there's a big population that gravitate towards you first of all you're a very impersonable person people love you thank you but your yoga story is also very inspiring and you know there's a lot of guys in this industry which I'm so happy about but I think there's still a, a little bit of stigma around it 
And I think you coming out and very boldly saying, yeah, I do yoga every single day. I meditate. Uh, you're, you know, you're covered in tattoos. <laughs> People who know you from before are always like, Brad's doing yoga. And you are. And it's yeah. made an incredible difference in your life. It yep. really has. Yeah. And um, I would say I'm more in the last few years, I've been doing it more of like a, like a daily practice. Um I started actually, funny enough, I started doing yoga before, I guess it was really a, a big thing that I had known about. I was pretty young. Uh, like my mom Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> uh, my mom used to take me to yoga classes with her. Yeah. And um, she really enjoyed it at that, you know, I, I might have been maybe 11 or 12 at that age and um, didn't really know what yoga was. I knew we were hanging out we were going somewhere where we uh, did some stretches with a group of people and stuff, but didn't really understand the benefits and what it was all about until um, I guess probably more recently in my life where I had uh, an accident at work. So before we get into your accident at work, do you remember, do you, A, do you remember where you went to yoga and do you remember what type of yoga it was that you went with your mom? It was definitely more of a yin style of yoga. I remember it being very calm, very slow. And it was funny because we, a few different places mom and I used to go, there was one lady who used to rent out almost like a portable uh, at a school. And we would able to go there. There was no desks uh, and they would all been moved to one side of the room and you know, it was a very relaxing setting. And a friend of my mom's, actually, she had her own studio, uh, not so much as a brick and mortar, but um, like an addition onto her house. Oh, neat. And she had a property up north. Mom, I'm sure she'll remind me where it is. I can't remember exactly. I was quite young still. But it was stunning because it had lots of windows. Um it was very out in the wilderness, so lots of green, and it was a very relaxing setting. And even as a kid, I remember the the light, relaxation, relaxing sounds in the background, and um, there was just kind of like a nice smell in the air. If that, <laughs> if that makes any sense, I'm but, very pro. I'm very attuned to smell, so I I relate. To yeah. That. And I don't know if it was something maybe they, they sprayed before the class or I mean, maybe it was a candle that was lit that I, I just couldn't see or remember for that matter. But that was kind of my first experience being introduced to this yoga, if you will. How long did you do that with your mom for? Off and on for years. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we, we would definitely go once a week for a couple months and then uh you know one of us would get sick or we would miss you know a class or two or work or you know life just happens and then you know we'd get back on track for a few weeks or a couple months and then you know so it was it was a little bit more of, of an on and off where you know opposed to now I'm doing more of like it's part of my routine like I brush my teeth and then I I do my yoga class my yoga session yeah so I want to dive into what you had said. You had an injury at work. Um, I was part of your life then. I feel yeah. like we were, we weren't together that long. Maybe a year and a half, two years. Yeah, I would say at that, that point. probably about two years. Yeah. Right, and I, I mean, I to this day remember remember the whole thing. But for those of our listeners who don't, do you want to discuss what kind of job you were doing, yeah. maybe the buildup of it all, and what happened? Yeah, so it, um, I, at that time, I worked at, in maintenance for a retirement community. Um, I was kind of in charge of basically kind of the go-to guy. So I did everything from cleaning to minor repairs, whether it was in... Um, our clients' rooms, whether it was in common areas, in the kitchen. Um, so I was consistently working with my hands, lots of lifting, bending. Um, and you've always had jobs, more or less. More or less physical, physical. demanding jobs, yeah. Um, 
and I, I've always kind of liked working with my hands and kind of making a difference and making a change and helping people out in that sense. And that was kind of my biggest knowing way of to help people was physically being able to help them in, you know, whether it was repairing something or, or fix something for them. So it just made sense to get in that kind of industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so leading up to the accident, I, I felt like I'd pulled something in my lower back about a week before um, the accident. And I was kind of walking very tight and I was very careful with my movement as I was very sore and just couldn't take the time off work to really dive in to find out what it is I'd actually done to myself. Uh, just kind of shrugged it off like, eh, pull the muscle, I'll be fine in, in a week or so. But it wasn't until I was actually, I was at work one afternoon and I was just finishing up for the day and I was carrying down some equipment and stuff down the staircase and just felt a pinch in my back and I went down right on the stairs and my lower back slammed right into the step and instantly it was excruciating pain. Um, yeah, I just remember laying there and I'm in a stairwell. Nobody can hear me. Um, probably laid there for a good five to 10 minutes, just didn't want to move, didn't want to pull nothing, slowly, slowly got myself kind of back to my feet. I'd known I had done something for sure. Um, I couldn't leave the tools and stuff that had fallen over the place in a stairwell in case, of course, an emergency. Um, Cleaned up as best as I could, got everything up off the floor, hobbled to my maintenance office and yeah, that was about it for me for the day, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I remember coming home and definitely you noticing, wow, you are in pain. For yeah, sure. I uh, I don't I don't remember you. This was when you were living in Bowmanville. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, you don't cry very often. Mm-mm. And I remember seeing you with tears in your eyes. Like, I've done something. I don't know what to do. Like, and I can't remember if we talked about taking you to a hospital or if we just decided we'll get you to your doctors the next day. Yeah. Um, because you didn't want to go to the hospital, but you knew you had to go see someone. And I remember just laying you on the couch. I'm pretty sure you slept there that night cause you couldn't move yep. and somehow getting you into a car the next day and taking you down to your doctors. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And it was when I got there, um, I told him what had happened. Um, he did some kind of touching on my lower back and, and whatnot and highly advised that I go to see um, a specialist Yeah. for um, just to get some tests and stuff done. He recommended um, a CT scan and an x-ray. Yeah. And an MRI. Yes. I think the whole thing, I'm, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly i'm pretty sure he knew you had blown something in your back like a yeah. disc but needed the test results to confirm everything um and you were young at the time like i think when we were living in bowmanville we had your 30 30th birthday yes it was your 30th birthday there yeah so it would have been before my 30th birthday i would think before around yeah, yeah. or maybe just after but yeah so um went had all the tests done um and it was confirmed that I had herniated a disc in my back and I damaged a lot of the bone in and around in my spine. Mm-hmm. So, of course, my you know I was still in horrible pain. My doctor, first thing recommend was Percocets. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that the rest of my life. No. Um, you took them. Yeah. You were in that much pain that you took them. Took them for... Probably a couple weeks, um, felt horrible. It was nice to have the instant pain basically uh, was gone. Right. Relief. But along with having the pain relief came a lot of other symptoms that I wasn't expecting. Um, Stomach issues I was having. I wasn't sleeping great at night. Um, I just felt really moody you were miserable i i mean i know you weren't well you were in pain because i remember i mean i felt like you were taking percocets 
relatively quickly like I mean it's fast how much those all of a sudden they don't start to work as well so you need to take more yeah I think you were on them for six weeks is I think you were off of work for months oh for sure yeah Yeah, I I mean to being on the Percocets and stuff I mean just even getting around the house I mean it really kind of messes with your mind a lot and although a lot of the pain had had subsided from my lower back um you know it wasn't really curing or helping Mm -hmm. me in any way to be honest with you it was numbing the damage it wasn't actually fixing it in any way right um so i'd actually after about yeah probably a month to six weeks of i needed a change and continuing down this road i you know started with one percocet today and within a month, I was up to five, six Percocets a day. Uh, that really started to kind of made me nervous in the sense I've seen a lot of, you know, people go down that road. It's not a great place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I just, it wasn't really kind of in my personality to be sitting around the house all day taking pain pills. It, uh, yeah, it was which you were experience. doing though at which the is, time, yeah, absolutely. And when you get up to that, you know, six Percocets a day and more, you just lose your drive to do anything. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I remember sitting down for days and you go for you head out in the morning for work, and I'd be in tears and not know why. I wasn't in pain, but I was emotional, I felt just horrible um, about my situation. Uh, a lot of you know, kind of guilt, like I, I want to be at work, I want to be contributing to the household, you know, I me, mean, I, I like to cook every night for dinner, and I couldn't, they were, all of that was snatched away from me, mm-hmm. and I'm stuck sitting on a couch watching TV all day. So, when do you think, I mean, at that time you decided you weren't going to take them anymore, which was <laughs> another fun time, you went through withdrawal for a little bit. Yeah, that was a long two weeks. And I remember uh, talking to my doctor and saying, like, I I don't want to take these anymore. And, you know, being she advised me to start cutting back Mm -hmm. and, you know, don't just stop taking them. I I think I tried to cut back for a couple days and just realized I just want to get rid of these things. Mm -hmm. I was tired of it. I was tired of feeling the way I felt. And I, yeah, I remember throwing them out, uh, getting rid of them all together, and I'll just, knowing that, okay, I'm going to be really uncomfortable for about a week or two, but I'd rather it all out of my system, mm-hmm. and, you know, I can get on with my life and whatnot. So, yeah, it was a long two weeks, a lot of sleepless nights, and feeling like shit, and probably being quite an asshole to you I'm sure I can only imagine um and that's not who I am it's not who I I strove to be at all so after that two weeks I went back saw my doctor um she advised she had set me up an appointment with a surgeon to get together and talk to them about what my options are Mm -hmm. so met with the surgeon the surgeon basically gave me kind of two scenarios I can either deal with the pain, uh, just kind of accept it, it is what it is, uh, or I get my spine fused, where the bones, where the herniate is, would be basically all joined together, so there wouldn't be a bend in that back, it would be more of a a very, um, kind of a stringent, rigid rigid, uh, thing, and I would more or less bend closer to upper my top yeah. part of my back so the if anybody who has like an anatomical background or physio background it was your l4 l5 that you had blown so yes. which is very common when yes. people throw out their back yeah um but his plan was to fuse those two discs together so yes you wouldn't be able to bend very much and he was very honest in the fact that at your age the body will naturally fuse itself together. It will naturally learn how to compensate for that. And he did not want to do that surgery on you, but you were in pain. Yep. And I, 
you know, I had done some research and stuff on back surgery and to be honest with you, it scared the crap out of me. Um, and he was very honest that you would have to be back. He would be seeing you in another 15 years to do another touch up on it because yeah. it's it, like, it, it's, it's not, I like this doctor at the time. I was a little like upset that he wasn't <laughs> over the top about trying to help you. But looking back now, he, it would have done more damage at the time. I think so. Mm -hmm. And it would have, you know, now knowing what I know now um, about yoga and all the benefits of yoga and just continuously doing my daily practice, I'm so glad I went with this route over the surgery route. And I'm so happy that I, I went that route. And it was funny because... It was uh, a physiotherapist that tried everything from uh, massage therapy, acupuncture, a few other techniques and things I just can't remember the name of, to be honest with you right now, but everything associated with um, back relief and, and helping, I tried it all and didn't have a lot of success at all. Um, but it wasn't until you had mentioned about, because you had been doing yoga pretty regularly or starting to get into a regular routine at that point. Um, and you said, you know what, I, you know, a lot of stuff that I'm reading, Brad, and whatnot says, you know, what you need to do is build um, the strength in the muscles in your back. And that's going to take the pressure off the spine. Again, talking with my physiotherapist, she said, absolutely. If you have somebody that you know that does yoga or that can help you with it, I highly recommend uh, going down that road. There's a lot of great benefits to it. Uh, and I'm not going to lie. I was very skeptical at first. You know, I, Yoga? How is this going to help? <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, I guess my uh, view of yoga at that time, which I can tell is, is now is just was so off, was yoga was for girls. Um, you know, it's always girls in the classes and it's about handstands and, uh, being super flexible and all of that was super intimidating to me. I wasn't flexible by any means at that time. I definitely, it was in no shape of doing a handstand. I could barely stand on my feet. So yeah, I was, I was pretty skeptical, but I was open-minded. I was desperate to have some help and I didn't want a prescribed help uh, in terms of like a medication uh, I didn't I couldn't afford to keep paying you know 100 to 150 dollars a week for physiotherapy especially when I wasn't really noticing any help or any difference with it and they were they were fantastic people at the physio place and you know I, I try to give them a shout out whenever I can but it, for me, from my personal condition, it just wasn't helping. So fast forward, we started doing yoga. Yeah. Uh, reluctantly, I will say on my part, but we started off with 10 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. And the 10 went to 15 without me even noticing. And 15 to 30 without me noticing. And it wasn't until after a few months where I started doing, and it, it took some time, um, but I would say within six months, I was up to almost 40 minutes of yoga. And yeah, there was times where I was sore after, but it was a good sore, if that makes sense. If anybody out there understands that, it was a sore, like it's helping me. And I'm noticing a difference. And yes, I might be a little sore or tense after the session after about an hour or so the pain like was really starting to relieve and I wasn't taking any medications at all and I would say yeah at about the six month I was getting pretty close to pain free and you know I would go about and not even notice things I was doing throughout the day I'd pick something up like I normally would and move it and think, wow, like I, six months ago, I, there was no way I was picking, you know, that box up or 
you know, taking that laundry up our stairs. I remember our stairs in Bowmanville being very narrow and very steep. So for months, I didn't go down in the basement. I remember you had to do all the Thank laundry goodness we and... had a what like a bungalow because when you had hurt your back, I couldn't imagine trying to get you up and down stairs if we oh. had to. Yeah, I, I don't know if I, to be honest with you, could have. So when we started, just to give a little pretext to your 10-minute thing, I mean, I basically had you doing things like child's pose. Like, we weren't doing intense flows by any means, no. but... My whole goal with you was relieve the back pain. Yeah. So I did a lot of stuff where the pressure was off of your lower lumbar. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all I wanted to give you was just a couple of moves just to lengthen that spine off up and or out <laughs> and to take that pressure off of the back. So it was just a lot of like we're sitting here in child's pose. Yep. Um, we didn't do any type of like vinyasa flows at the start. It was Find poses to give him relief. Yeah. I would say even, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but even closer to like a yin style where it was... More like a restorative. restorative. Yeah. Okay. Um, And yeah, it was, I mean, I can't, I'm not going to lie. I felt silly doing some of the poses because again, I had this kind of weird stigma about yoga and, and what people would say. And now I'm, I mean, I'm so happy to talk about it because I hear about people all the time saying they've got lower back problems and I, you know, I, I say to them, try yoga, really look into yoga. And a lot of times it's like, ah, I can't do handstands. I can't stretch. I've been doing yoga pretty consistently now for about two years. Yeah, two years, I would say, yeah, would say, on a daily basis. I still can't do a handstand. No, And that's it's... not my goal, yeah. to do a handstand. Uh, my goal is to have no back pain. That's, like, my, my biggest goal. I'm not saying that I won't get to the point one day where I can do a handstand. I think that would be fantastic. But you, you don't, like, like, I tell people, think about the pain relief. Is there anything silly about having pain relief? And a lot of people are like, well, no, not at all. It's like, so do the yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I haven't had really, I don't want to say I haven't had any back pain because I do at times. If I've gone on a long hike for an hour or two or three, or I've been moving a lot of boxes around that day, yeah, I get a little sore in my lower back. But I, I'm nowhere near the pain that I was having before. And some very light stretches, um, my cat and cow. <laughs> I love to do that before bed. Um, child's pose is one of my favorites before bed. It helps to just kind of, it almost feels like you're taking 100% of pressure off of that lower back. It helps to breathe. I find it very calming and very relaxing. And I'll sit in child's pose for five, ten minutes very comfortably. Mm -hmm. And when I stand up, it stays very relaxed in my lower back. And now, I mean, now you and I are up to, I mean, I can do an hour yoga session now. And it's taken time to get here. Um, but I'm very thankful and I'm going to continue doing my yoga. I, you know, I mean, I've had a huge support. Uh, you've been the most supportive wife at that time, fiance, girlfriend, even if we go even further back. Uh, and I mean, if it wasn't for you and your drive to kind of educate me on what yoga really is and to get over the stigma of, you know, yoga is just for girls, yoga is just handstands. Uh, it's not at all like that. And like you said, I'm, I've worked on the pipeline. I've done lots of construction. I've worked with the grunt of the grunts, if you will. And I have absolutely no shame, no embarrassment at all saying that I love yoga. I love doing yoga every single day, and I 100% recommend everybody to doing yoga, even if you don't have a pain or you're not doing it for a specific purpose. 
um, you will 100% notice a positive change in your mind, uh, a further positive change in your body, even if you already have a fantastic body or don't. Um, and another thing, it's not for, it's not only for slim, trim people. Mm -hmm. I had a gut on me. I'm not at all embarrassed to say when I first started yoga, um, some of the classes that you, I will say, dragged me to because <laughs> I was very intimidated and I have yet to ever be in a yoga class that there wasn't another guy in. Mm -hmm. That was very shocking for me. I expected to be in a class with a whole bunch of girls in their Fabletics and their Lululemon mat. And I would not look good in Fabletics <laughs> at that time. Um, now, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But it was a very big eye-opener for me. Um, there's nothing feminine, I, I will say, about yoga. I think it's about having a better body and that doesn't necessarily mean fit I just mean a healthier body and also a healthier mind I love that so much and I mean anyone I think who knows you from previous or the prior years would notice a massive change in you physically yes but mentally I think you've become a much calmer person you're much less reactive and more responsive than you used to be and that's not a knock against no nope. you at all i mean in your 20s you know you were more of a reactive type of person absolutely There's, and you're much calmer now yeah i'm i'm proud of growth uh, in all aspects of my life uh i'm proud of who i was way back in the day i'm proud of who i am now and i've i'm proud that i'm have adopted this um, way of living in my life uh, because, yeah, like I said, I'm, I feel very calm. Uh, I don't feel so reactive to things, you know, in, in a lot of senses, like uh, somebody cutting me off in the, uh, on, a, on the road. I don't stress. I maintain my distance and I go about my day. Um, you know, any stresses at work, stuff like that, family stress, anything like that. I just find that um, I'm more clear-headed. Yeah. Uh, I'm noticing, well, I have noticed for a long time now that my sleep is so much better since doing yoga. I'm a person who plans 10 days ahead and I haven't finished today yet. So there's no reason to plan that far ahead for, for any reason, to be honest with you. Uh, so I'm calmer and more yeah. organized. I think that's a really nice segue into the next part too. Um, to start, I hear back pain as probably 40 to 50% of the reason why people come to yoga. Sleepless nights. I hear it all the time. I can't sleep at night. My mind won't stop. I hear that a lot. Uh, I'm anxious. I can't, I can't seem to relax around. And... You have started, I want to say somewhat recently, but it's been kind of, I don't want to say like hush hush either. It's just, it's been doing very well for you without exploding. And now it has completely exploded for you. And you have been really proactive and really strong and passionate, I guess is the best word, about promoting CBD. Yeah. So let's dive a little bit into what what is CBD? How are you educating people and why is it so important to you? Okay, well, I actually, I heard about CBD um, kind of in with our whole, we just had um, a legalization with um, pot and, and cannabis and all that kind of um, stuff. And I wanted to say with regards to that on a side note, like people, we live in Canada, there's pot around here. You used to, and no shame, smoke some pot to help with your back pain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, yeah, like, no, I'm not uh, ashamed of that at all. My, I guess the, the only issues that I had with, with the marijuana was uh, the stigma, of course, around it. I couldn't drive. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't. You shouldn't drive <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a job. You know, I've, I, 
I have day-to-day things I have to do and smoking a joint really wasn't just fitting in with that lifestyle. Right. Um, so I had heard a lot of information about CBD and CBD products and uh, a lot of benefits that was kind of new research coming out and things like that. So I like a lot of things I'm very interested in, you know, anything that helps the body, especially with pain relief and uh, inflammation and things like that, which are things that I do suffer from, from time to time, even doing my regular yoga practice, you know, I still get tense. We have cold weather here. I'm, you know, tense in our winter time. I tend to suffer from anxiety in the winter times. I love to be outside, but I hate the cold weather. So I kind of have this rock in a hard place. I'm always bouncing off of back and forth. Um, so a friend had recommended that I give CBD a try. So I bought a CBD tincture. Right. So a CBD tincture, for those who don't know, is basically a CBD oil. It's a cannabin oil what they're called and it comes in basically a liquid form with uh, a dropper mm-hmm. so I was advised to put some drops under my tongue let it sit for about 30 seconds let that absorb into your body and then within about a half an hour or so I start to feel the relief so I said sure I'll, I'll give it a shot and that day it was night and day change it was amazing. Uh, my sleep that night was fantastic. I started taking it uh, first thing in the morning and then a few drops before I'd go to bed. And I noticed that even my yoga sessions that I was doing, I was able to have a clearer mind going through my flow as I sometimes have that busy monkey mind, if you will. And before bed, I had that issue again, monkey mind. I'm, you know, planning 10 days ahead. And what I found with the CBD over the marijuana was I wasn't getting high at all. I had no buzz and no fuzz, which is kind of my my little slogan for my um, little business that I have, I have going. And that was super important to me. So I was really getting all the benefits from the CBD without any high that the THC was giving me. Um, And for me, that was just like, wow. I mean, I cannot believe something this new. Uh, It was, you don't need a prescription to get it from a doctor, which was really shocking. And, and, you know, you always relate with, well, if you need something to help or fix you, you have to go to a doctor and, and get it prescribed. So being able to have this very ready, and available to me at whenever I wanted to was incredible. So after using it for a few months, um, I was asked to help out a friend at some trade shows and, you know, where I'd be educating people on CBD and really kind of using my own personal experience as a platform to, I guess, advertise and market it. Um, so we, We did that uh, for a few months and I mean, the response that I've had from people who, who bought both from when I was helping at the shows and now I've started my own um, nature's remedy. I absolutely love hearing people. I get messages all the time, constantly daily phone calls, emails, messages on my social media about, you know, people who have gotten rid of the Percocets, they've gotten rid of the prescription medications and they're solely using pure CBD. Um, So a lot of the CBD products uh, that I carry, they're all Canadian made. They're all Canadian manufactured. They have, um, Canada has some some of the highest standards for quality in um, cannabis oil industry and CBD industry. And I started buying off of uh, a friend of mine who he's, I mean, he's grown his business exponentially uh, helping people and educating people. And I just love that so much that I really wanted to kind of branch out on my own and connect 
with as many people as I can. And it's not so much even about the sales or, or having people buy off me. It's, I don't care if people buy off me or buy off of another, uh, another uh, supplier or educator. I just want to see people get involved in the industry. I want to see people making that positive change in their life. Uh, and, I, you know, I, I'm a spokesperson for the CBD benefits. I mean, as you know, I have IBS in my stomach. So I've noticed that my stomach has had 100% fixed itself since I've been using CBD. I don't have any stomach pains. I'm able to eat foods that I wasn't able to eat before. I'm able to drink dairy products, which I wasn't able to do as much before. Um, and overall, the inflammation in my back, my mind is a lot more clear, and I'm able to function on my day-to-day. -day. Mm -hmm. So when my friend does call me and say, Brad, you know, I need some help this weekend. We're doing a big show. I can still use my CBD, and I can talk and maintain a level of energy and be clear-minded and help people is is kind of the biggest thing right yeah i think it's you are so passionate about it and i mean you since starting balance by megan you've been very passionate about but the yoga side of thing and the wellness yes. side of thing but you light up when you talk to people at cbd and absolutely and you know there is a such an amazing benefit when you combine and that was me that was like a lightning bolt that struck me after taking my CBD for the first couple of weeks and noticing a huge difference now I was already pretty pain-free from the yoga um, with my ups and down days when it gets very damp out or it's very cold out and things like that but when I combine both the CBD and the yoga together, it was the most powerful life-changing experience I've ever been on. And I mean, it's, yeah, like it's really hard to kind of describe it. There's the benefits, um, the, the clarity in your life, the way you feel, the, the positivity about your day-to-day -day is so amazing and again what I love the most about it is there's no high mm -hmm. right that's uh, I get a lot of questions about that often people saying am I going to get high from using CBD no mm -hmm. uh, you're not going to get high from CBD um, even if you use your full spectrums which have traces of THC in them you are not going to get high mm -hmm. from them um, I Highly recommend if anybody, I mean, has any issues with sleepless nights, anxiety, uh, depression, pain, aches and pains from whether it's arthritis or maybe you've had an accident recently or you've had an accident previous years and years ago. It really is going to make a huge positive um impact impact on your life yeah and i highly recommend if anybody has any questions i'm always happy to reach out uh, answer any questions at any time you can always reach out to megan um yeah i just wanted to give a little background too of uh, of my experience with it um cbd right now is booming in the wellness industry i see lots of yogis doing it I see lots of wellness practitioners doing it. For for my experience, um, for those of you who don't know, a few years ago I was diagnosed with having cancer cells in my, um, maybe a little TMI, but my cervix area. And at the time, Brad was like, you know, there's a lot of benefits to smoking marijuana, good for pre cancer prevention, why don't we give it a try? And Honestly, you guys, I hate being high. Like, I hate smoking. It's not for me. But I will tell you, within five years, I eradicated. Like, my doctor was blown away. I have no cancer cells anymore. Um, for what he thought was going to have to be a removal was, like, oh, my God, Megan, there is nothing left anymore. It's yeah. It's gone. 
And for me, I was like, wow, this is insane. Um, there, there's so much good in it, but how can I get the same benefits without being high? Like I said, I, I hate it. I haven't smoked pot in like three or four years. Um, and another really important thing to me, um, because I believe your body does the most healing and the most resetting is during sleep. And I was having a really hard time. I had no problem falling asleep. My problem was staying asleep. I would wake up halfway through the night and be up for a little while. And I know that your body needs eight hours of REM sleep, which another whole podcast, people don't get enough sleep as far as I'm concerned. And you need that. And you started talking to me about CBD and I was so skeptical at first. I was like, I don't want to be high. You're like, no, there's no buzz, no fuzz is your slogan. That's it. And I started taking some at night and just at night. I don't take it during the day. I just find for me, sleep is what I need it for. And my goodness, it's been like night and day. I'm sleeping through the night. I'm, I'm feeling fully rested when I wake up in the morning, which I didn't used to do. I used to wake up tired. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm functioning well. I'm, I'm sleeping great. And there's no taste to it, and there's absolutely no high at all. Like, I'll take some, and then I'll go read for, like, half an hour. And at that half-hour mark, I'm, like, I'm ready to put my head down. Like, yeah. I'm sleepy. Absolutely. So where can people connect with you if they want to – even if they want to talk to you about yoga and back pain or yeah. they want to ask you about CBD, where can they find you? Absolutely. You can find me – so um, you can email me if you'd like, or you can also find me on Instagram. So it's naturesremedy.cad. I'll link all of this in the show notes. Okay. You can find me that on Instagram and the same naturesremedy.cad at gmail.com. And I highly encourage any questions, back pain, uh, to yoga, to anything CBD related. There's no such thing as a silly question. So I highly encourage, I would rather answer all your questions and at least give you some peace of mind about CBD and CBD products than have you feel like you are going to ask a silly question. No no silly questions. There's no such thing. Um, If you're very interested in all those, please feel free to reach out to me anytime and I will respond back absolutely as soon as possible. And this is a fairly new account um, and you created it for the sole purpose of people were reaching out to you on Facebook, on your other Instagram, which yep. is like bradman99, yep. I think. Um, and of course, you like to post like your travel stuff. and yeah, and But you wanted a, a solely dedicated page to, you know, benefits, what it is, how it can help, testimonials. Yeah, exactly. There, I wanted to have a platform where people could uh, come on to, they could follow me, and they can day-to-day see and read about benefits and new research that's coming out. Um, You know, educating people right now, I think, is the most important Mm -hmm. over selling, over um, any of that stuff. I think there's a lot of stigma around CBD right now, and I'm very passionate and very willing to help anybody in any way with CBD and of course their own personal yoga journey, you know, guys, you can reach out to me, ask me about any question you want about yoga, back pain, stomach issues, if you have it and ladies as well. Um, I'm very open to answer any questions. Yeah. I will link everything in the show notes. So if you're driving, if you're running, if you're cleaning your house, you'll be able to connect with Brad on either of those platforms. I'll put both of them there. Absolutely. And with that being said, thank you so much for being on this podcast, babe. I feel like you have a really inspiring story and a lot of people can relate to you on so many different levels, drug addiction, back pain, herniated discs, CBD, I feel like is, is just like the industry to be in now. And I've never come across products, and, and I'm not just saying this because you're my husband, but as pure as yours, there's usually fillers in some, and you yes. have pure CBD. These are 99.7% pure CBD. 
Um, the last 0.3% is a MCT oil, which is a coconut oil. That's it. There is nothing else in it. Um, again, I, I can ship. <laughs> you can order from me. Check out my nature's remedy and uh, yeah, reach out to me and let's see if we can uh, get some CBD into your life and bring a more positive uh, change. Yeah, love it. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been an absolute honor to be here. I love this podcast and not just because you're my wife, but <laughs> I think what you're doing is inspiring and helping people and that is why I love you so much. I love you, boo. So thank you so much to my guest, my husband, Brad, for being on the show. I will link everything in the show notes to contact him, whether it's just to talk to him about yoga, his back pain, or if you're looking for a little bit of CBD in your life, you can contact him. Uh, you can ask him any sort of question. He loves talking about the benefits of CBD If you are part of the wellness industry, then I know you've been hearing about it. It is becoming massive and huge, and for good reason. There's a lot of benefits to it. So check out his stuff. He's always posting about benefits, how it can help you, uh, scientific research regarding it. It's it's really cool. And with the retreat that's coming up, we still have a few spots available And I'm telling you, you guys, I have done $10,000 training and courses. And this workshop, this retreat is, is top of the line. We are giving you so much information. We are open to your suggestions about what you would like to learn, whether it's social media, sales funnels. A few of you have asked us to go over how to run your own retreat, and we are delivering on that. We are going to give you gold. Honestly, I can't say it enough. Amanda is a fantastic person to know in the yoga and wellness industry. So I hope you will be joining us. If you have any questions about it, um, even related to flights, please feel free to message me or you can reach our general email inbox, and I will link that as well in the show notes. With that being said... If you loved this episode, I would love, love, love if you shared it with a friend, if you could rate and review it. It is how other people find us, find this podcast, and I'm very passionate about spreading the benefits of yoga, of wellness, and of getting these stories out. They're really impactful. They're really inspiring, and I think more and more people need to know about it. I would also love if you tagged me, take a screenshot of you listening to these episodes, put it in your stories, tag me in it, and I will drop into your DMs and I will share it as well on my social media. So thank you so much, you guys, for listening and supporting this podcast, and I will tune in with you next week. Until then.